This is the Practical Teaching Tips Podcast. I am your host, Richard James Rogers, high school science and chemistry teacher and author of the award-winning book, The Quick Guide to Classroom Management. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode on the Practical Teaching Tips podcast. I am your host, as always, Richard James Rogers. And to my friends in the UK who are striking today, good luck with it all. Uh, I fully support you. Um, I was once a teacher in the UK many years ago. Um, I started in 2005, uh, my PGCE, and I remember all of the pressure and red tape and procedures and just um, just things that would um, annoy me and would make my, my job really difficult uh, all those years ago. Um, and from what I'm seeing on Twitter and through the conversations I've had with people over the years, things are even worse um, today than they, work, than they were back then. So um, I wish you the best of luck. Um, however, however... Um, There is a big Armageddon coming for the teaching profession, a real apocalypse, Um, something I've been warning about for many years, actually, um, and people who follow me and who have followed my podcast episodes um, will know what I'm talking about, and that is the tech takeover of education. We saw the birthing pains of this uh, with online learning, with students and young people and teachers just realizing that um, you know education does not need to be traditional anymore, um, and and people just really starting to question the role of traditional educational institutions, and now of course we have a real emergency on our hands in the form of OpenAI's latest Godbot. I like to call it. It's not even a chatbot. It's it's a godbot because it can do so much, and that is of course Chat GPT. And um, you know uh, the first uh, the first problem I have when I discuss this with um, with people is uh, the first mistake everyone makes is calling it Chat GTP. <laughs> it's actually Chat GPT first of all. And let's see if I can get this right. It stands for um, Chat Generative Pre-Trained Transformer, I think is what it stands for, or something like that. Um, And basically what it is, it's an all-saying, all-doing, intelligent piece of software. And today what I'm going to do is read to you a blog post I've written and published today all about the role of chat GPT and artificial intelligence in education. And this can be considered an emergency message for schools and teachers everywhere. So I hope you enjoy this. Um, I hope it's a wake-up call to teachers everywhere to skill up and train up so that you are ready for the coming apocalypse. Because if you are not skilled and trained in things like coding, app development, uh, in basic IT skills, then you're really just going to be left behind. And, and the strikes that my UK friends are, are going through today over work-related conditions and funding and pay uh, are going to um, 
well, that they're going to be meaningless very soon because um, schools are just literally going to get rid of teachers who can't keep up with this um, with this um, apocalypse of technology that is coming. Um, and it and it really is going to change everything. So let me start reading the blog post to you. Here we go. You've probably already been swept up by the huge and sudden tidal wave of hysteria that has been generated by OpenAI's latest product, ChatGPT. From writing computer programs to producing beautifully formatted English and SAT essays to answering mathematics IGCSE examination questions, ChatGPT seems to be the digital guru we've all been waiting for and big tech companies have been attempting to create for decades. You could almost say, chat's one-stop... Oh, I got it wrong. Let me try and say that slowly. You could almost say, chat's one small step for RAM, one giant leap for mankind. And yes, everybody, I'm proud of that pun. I made that up myself. I'll say it again because I'm so proud of it. Chats, one small step for RAM, one giant leap for mankind. I hope you like that, everyone. Whilst a witty pun like this is enough to break the ice and get a few giggles at your next teach meet, perhaps, it won't be enough to calm the nerves of many who have suddenly realised that we have a major problem on our hands. ChatGPT has hit educators globally with thunderclap surprise and is causing a lot of panic, and for good reason. In terms of updating academic integrity policies, schools will now have to go right back to the drawing board and devise intelligent solutions to a wide array of complex challenges that ChatGPT will pose. Another key consideration for all educational institutions will be how to figure out their position on AI and which teaching practices to use as these systems and tools evolve. So if you're one of the many educators out there who is considering how ChatGPT will affect your teaching, then here are some interesting thoughts and resources for you. Number one, mathematics teachers. Do you think this will not affect you? Well, think again. ChatGPT can achieve a level 5 in a mathematics IB diploma SLAA examination, which, by the way, everyone, is a really difficult, really difficult exam. It's, it's the equivalent to um, the UK A-level, for example. Um, it's, it's a um, high school graduating mathematics exam, so difficult stuff, and ChatGPT can deal with that. Uh, number two, cognitive offloading. The first rule with any new technology is to educate students regarding its use and to reveal what is ethical and academically honest. As they say, the genie cannot be put back in the bottle, so banning does not work. Is ChatGPT just another cognitive offloading tool like Spellcheck, Grammarly or Amazon Polly? Or is it much more than that? There's an overview piece you can all read, everybody, in the blog post by Larry Falazzo at Edweek, and I'll put the link in the uh, episode description as well. Number three, plagiarism software cannot detect it quite yet. However, Turnitin is developing a tool, and there's a beta version out there, so maybe try using this tool 
to comb through your latest essays from students, if they've been typed, of course, and you may be surprised with what you find out. What if ChatGPT catches a student... Uh, sorry, what if the software catches a student who has used ChatGPT partially? Is this acceptable? That's a key consideration um, to think about. Number four, have a go yourself. A colleague of mine used it in class very recently um, with his students on um, an IB Digital Society essay, and he reported that it was interesting to examine and use the results. It writes pretty good TOK, which is Theory of Knowledge essays, based on last year's prompts, for instance. However, it does have many limitations, and I believe it's important to discuss these with students. I do think the TOK assessments and other essay-based coursework will have to radically change over the next few years, especially in those subjects where um, essays are submitted as coursework and then externally examined, for example. It wouldn't surprise me if we see a shift in schools towards more internal assessment methods like group or individual presentations and practical work, for example. Number five, should we be concerned about students using it? Well, guess what? Some universities are already changing their assessments. Will big exam boards like Pearson, the International Baccalaureate, AQA, Cambridge and others be as quick to follow? I wonder. Very interesting to see what will unfold in the months and years ahead. Um, and this is going to evolve very quickly. Number six, chat GPT is just the beginning. As schools continue to continue, sorry, to set essay assignments as per current requirements, I recommend using a new tool called Elicit, and I'll link to this uh, in the episode description, everyone, which can help students with searching and ranking sources alongside improving the quality of their research questions. This is a great introduction to the extended essay for IB, for example. A list of the many other tools out there can be found at Future Tools, um, which is a great website um, that tells you the exact AI tool for your needs in different situations. So I'll, I'll link to that website in the episode description as well. It's also in the blog post at richardjamesrogers.com. Um, hot off the press today. Number seven, chat prompts. Would you like some nifty chat prompts to play with? Well, see the PDF attachments on my uh, blog post at richardjamesrogers.com. And something that's happened recently, very interesting um, bit of topical information. Nick Cave, who I personally never heard about until I wrote this article about ChatGPT, um, has been getting very annoyed at all the songs written in his voice. Um, and it can also write a decent lesson plan for you, if you so wish. Um, and on my, um, on my blog post talking about Nick Cave, there's a link to an article there, um, which I'm literally clicking on now as I um, record this podcast episode to you. And the article's by NME. And uh, the title is Nick Cave Calls Chat GPT and AI Songwriting a Grotesque Mockery of What It Is to Be Human. So Nick Cave certainly is not a fan 
of um, of chat GPT and um, and AI products uh, for sure. Um, so there we go, guys. So this is generating a lot of controversy, a lot of um, dialogue out there. Um, a lot of people are talking about this. Just yesterday, everybody, um, I was at the um, Amazon um, Bangkok office, um, Amazon Web Services um, office here in Bangkok. I was at a networking event with um, like-minded um, techies um, talking about the future of um, the tech startup industry in Thailand. And you would not believe how many times chat GPT was mentioned um, in the in the uh, panelist um, speaking um, that, that you know when the panelists were talking to everyone in my conversations during um, the networking time um, this is a hot topic that people in every tech sector are talking about not just in ed tech but also in health tech um, and in in um, you know in in crowdfunding technology and um, you know the startup tech businesses and you know the the CEOs are talking about this stuff. Um, this is software that is literally going to change everything. It really is. So it's important, I think, that teachers get ahead of the curve. I've been saying this for such a long time now, um, and I know it's difficult. You know, it's teaching has never been as difficult as it is today, and it's just got worse with uh, ChatGPT. It's made things, it's really turned everything upside down, is what it's done. Um, some of you may remember a podcast episode I recorded a while ago, um, which I think was entitled something like an emergency message for teachers or something like that. Um, and in that, I, I just basically said that teachers need to skill up quickly in tech skills. Um, anything to do with IT related to ed tech is, is just going to help you as a teacher going forward. Um, for a while now, I've recommended the, the Google Certified Educator course, which is only $10 and gives you those basic tech skills to use the cloud computing. But it's going beyond that now. It's going beyond that, and um, you know, teachers everywhere very soon are going to have to receive training on how to integrate AI into the modern classroom, how to deal with AI, how to um, how to regulate academic honesty, academic integrity in this new information age. So lots and lots to think about going forward, everybody. Um, and I do see today's podcast episode as a public service announcement to teachers everywhere. And again, for those teachers on strike today in the UK, um, I understand your plight. I know what it's like over there. It's not easy. It, it's, it's hard. You're dealing with so many challenges right now. Um, but what you're dealing with now is nothing compared to what's coming with the advent of AI, chat GPT, and similar, similar um, God bots. They're not even chat bots, they're God bots. They can, they can do everything. Um, so we all have to skill up. We all have to prepare for that and prepare quickly, prepare really quickly because the fresh talent coming out of the universities um, that, that do have tech skills, that do have AI knowledge, that do have machine learning knowledge, cloud computing knowledge, fintech knowledge, all this stuff, you know, they are going to be replacing 
the traditional teachers in the education sector very soon. Um, we're going to see more and more software teaching students rather than teachers teaching students. We're going to see teachers being replaced with software. We've already seen that for a while now. It's going to accelerate now. It's going to really accelerate. So we've got to become the teachers who know how to manipulate and design the software, how to use the software. We have to have unique tech skills now if we want to survive in the teaching profession. If we want, if we want to carry on in this industry, we have to get very highly skilled now in um, all of this new stuff that's coming out. So um, a bit of a wake-up call, a bit of a warning to teachers everywhere, but um, I think one that is justifiable. So thank you, everybody. I hope that was an interesting uh, podcast episode. Um, I will leave you with that apocalyptic message and wish you the very best. Until next time, bye-bye for now.